0: live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Big and Fruity, a podcast for people who like a glass of wine. Sit back, relax, pour out a glass of your favorite wine, and join our host, Mr. Dave AC, for the next hour, while we enjoy some nice wine. who likes a good glass of red wine, your host, Mr. Dave AC, And welcome everyone to episode 6 of the fairly new The Big and Fruity Wine Podcast. Yes, this is a weekly podcast that goes out every Tuesday of the week. Today it's Tuesday the 4th of October 2011 and we are recording this on Tortue, whether you're listening to it live or perhaps as a download later. Yes, you can download this program from a number of places, not least of which of course is iTunes. Just look for the Big and Fruity Wine Podcast. I'm your host, Dave AC, and welcome to this show. Um i will be keeping it uh, to around about the 30 minute mark unless we have a few people come in and we can actually get a discussion going but what the whole point of this is is and i'm going frenetic i'm going too fast my good friend Ian there has just slowly relaxed us so wind down david calm down you have a glass of wine to hand and we're going to be talking about one of your favorite subjects And, dear listener, I hope one of your favourite topics too. Okay, when we do get to the actual topic this week, we will be talking about wine and uh, the temperature of which to serve that wine. Now, this is not me talking as an expert. I'm just going to uh, refer to uh, probably fairly extensively... uh, documented information on the web and that uh, many wine people will note. but I, I like to do a little bit of information i've got a wine fact for you this week and that relates to the state from which i am drinking the wine that i have before me today yes every week on this show i shall be partaking of a wine yes it's a duty i have to perform but um it is a wine and what i always do as well is that i post a picture of the wine bottle since this is indeed an audio medium i post a picture of the wine bottle now i've been posting that uh, from the twit that has been related to my dave ac yes on twitter my main account is dave ac but i set up for the big and fruity wine podcast a new twitter account And that is big and fruity. That's all small case and no spaces. Simply big and fruity, all one word. And I shall put that a second time into the text. Uh, And what I have done is where my other TwitPic site site was related to uh, my AC, I have now created a TwitPic link to this. And so the place to go is... And let me just get this right because I want to make sure it's twitpick.com forward slash photos forward slash big and fruity. And the most recent picture you will see there is the one for the wine I'm drinking tonight, and it is Washington Hills, Columbia Valley, Washington. And it's a 2008 Merlot and it's 13.5% by volume. And it comes from near around, obviously, the Washington Hills, but not far from Walla Walla in Washington State. And uh, let me just give the link directly to the page. Blimey, 32 people have already looked at that. That's brilliant. It's twitpick.com and then this is, next bit is numbers and letters, and all the letters are small case, and that is 6V3GJN. 6V3GJM. Are easier than that? Just go as I say to uh, the um, Twitpic homepage, photos. Big and fruity. Okay, well that's the wine I'm drinking and um, I'm not just going to take a sip for the moment because um, I have a gadget sitting in my glass. Now this gadget indeed should really be sat in the neck of a bottle of wine once opened. A full bottle of wine so that it uh, sinks into the liquid. It is indeed a wine thermometer it's a barrel headed wine thermometer the barrel shape at the top means that it sits very nicely and i'll just welcome guests to into through um it sits very nicely on the neck of the bottle and allows the temperature of your wine to be taken and of course that's going to be something i'm going to be talking about in a short while so um the wine is there poured out it's been poured out for a good half hour uh, in this room where I am with the obviously with the computer and so on, reasonably warm, even though it is an October evening in Manchester in the UK. And the time here, of course, is just turned 10 p.m. in the evening, and uh, hopefully my listeners. Uh, and if you're listening to this another time, I would suggest it's more of an evening podcast to listen to. Okay, whilst I just wait for that. Uh, temperature reading to absolutely settle. I think it's pretty much stable now. Let's go on to one or two things. First of all, how you can call in. Yes, we're on TalkShoe. You can find TalkShoe quite easily via Google. It is a show that allows you to both type in text and chat with text to other callers who may be on the show. But it also allows you to come in on audio. Now, you can come in on the phone. Although, if you're in the UK, I don't recommend that because it's a United States call number. And the call number is 724-444-7444. And, of course, from the UK, you'd have to put a 1 in front of that for the national number for USA. Uh, But that would be prohibitively expensive. But if you have in the UK and on your computer, not just Skype, but Skype out you can dial in with that number. But, of course, the easiest way to probably phone in is using some sort of voice over internet. Uh, That's a SIP client. The one I use is Xlight. And if you search on uh, the internet, on Google, you'll find it quite easily. And um, touchyousupport.com will give you information about how to download it and how to uh, set it up and that of course uh, incurs no cost to you other than the cost of running your computer and isp so that's how you can call in and as i say we do this every week the show id is double one double two seven two okay as i went just to take that first sip of my wine uh, let me just go to, in fact, I've got two little wine facts. Uh, the second one I'll talk about, it relates in some way to the fact that it's this wine I have uh, chosen. In fact, let's go with that first because I'm itching to drink this wine. And that is, this is a wine from the United States. And so I thought I would go uh, this week and talk about some of the classifications of wine as used in the United States. I should just say that virtually every state in the United States produces wine. Um, this particular one, Washington state wine that I'm drinking, is, is got some really good wines from there. Uh, the only state that doesn't, of course, is Alaska. So um, let me just um, read what the classifications... So the AVA that's the American Viticultural viticultural Area System, was introduced in the 1980s. It doesn't guarantee a quality standard, but merely requires that at least 85% of the grapes that are in a wine come from the specified AVA area. There are over 150 AVA's, and more than 90 of which are in california alone but um there are lots of good states where these wines are grown um in fact um i was just reading um about uh, this wine that um I, i'm drinking now well not particularly this one but uh, the type of wine it's a merlot and Oz clark mentions quite a few of the Washington uh, Merlots. Uh, Andrew Hill, uh, Washington, USA. Uh, and uh, North Star, Walla Walla Valley, Washington, USA. Uh, those get his highly... Rec- oh, and uh, Leon- Leonetti Seller, Washington, USA. So there's three uh, Merlots that uh, Os Clark recommends from... Uh, the Washington State area. Okay, so that's that little wine fact. Let me just uh, see what the temperature of my wine now is. So, let's. Uh, what I did with this um, temperature gauge, and I'll mention about it in a moment, uh, is I just ran it under the cool tap for a minute or so before I put it in the wine, and it was reading at about 14 degrees Uh, Celsius when I did that it's now reading 19 degrees Celsius so that's 19 and let me just uh, I've got a thing here that will help me convert that 19 is just what some people would say slightly warm actually it's, it's between 18 and 19 so it's at 65 or 66 degrees which some people would consider as warm as you would want to drink a uh, a rich intense uh, red wine so i'm just going to wipe that down put it to one side and just tell you a little bit about it this um, um, thermometer is one of a number of uh, items that you can buy and it's from a firm called cellar that's C-E-L-L-A-R-D-I-N-E. And it's a UK uh, um, URL. It's celadine.co.uk. And they specialise in lots of little gadgets for uh, helping you enjoy wine. Little sort of uh, little cosies and little things that you can chill to put around the wine. Uh, special ways of t- taking corks out of bottles, lots of different bottle openers and indeed uh, the, uh, the sort of uh, thermometer gadget that I'm using now. So that is um, celadine.co.uk. All right. Um, well, I've taken it out of my wine. I think now's a chance to have a little smell and a little taste. And we've got lots of bags of uh, dark fruit coming up here. I should just say that um, reading from the label, and by the way, that should remind me, I um, next week I am going to talk about uh, labels a little bit. Uh, labels, um, there to invite you and there to inform you. Yeah, it's... um where's it gone? Uh uh-huh. uh now I sure saw that a moment ago yes it's it's sort of mostly merlot but it doesn't tell you what other grape is in there so it's it's predominantly a merlot and uh, let's have a little taste mm. and that has got a real blackberry and blackcurrant taste of that. That is really very, very fruity indeed. There's little no um, oak in that. A little bit like a, a wine, I think, Ian, my friend Ian was talking about recently, where he called it naked Merlot. That was um, wine without any oak in us at all. But this is really very um, much a fruit-forward Merlot. Let me have a little taste again. Mm. There's a little bit of spice in there and a little bit of vanilla and just a slight background of oak but uh, very much a uh, lovely fruity red wine. And I actually feel uh, the temperature I'm drinking it at which, as I say, is uh, uh, between 18 and 19 uh, Celsius. That's about uh, 65, 66 degrees Absolutely, that opens up beautifully in the mouth. It's been in the glass for a good half hour poured out. And um, actually, I rather like that. Uh, Price-wise, this, by the way, was bought in the UK from a supermarket called The Co-op. It's a reasonably priced wine, but I think it was reduced. I paid um, £5.79, but I think it was reduced by one or £2. So I think it's normally... A £7 wine, 6 to £7 wine, which is sort of 10 to $12. So a moderately priced wine, a lovely midweek drinking, and um, it would certainly pair very nicely with some uh, um, food. It says on the back of the label, try our elegant Merlot with red meats are as a surprising compliment to grilled salmon. Mm. Once I've thought of that, but there you go. So that is the uh, the wine I am drinking, so just check the room, uh, and uh, guest two has just dropped out, but thank you for calling in, uh, possibly just checking to see what the topic of the show is all about. Okay, so that's the wine, it's uh, something that I will uh, enjoy the rest of as the evening progresses. Well, I probably will try and do what I always occasionally do, and that is try and make a bottle last me two evenings. Don't always succeed, but I do endeavour to try that. Okay, so I've introduced the wine, I've introduced the podcast, I've given you one little wine fact about the Washington State. I've actually got um, a a map up here, which is difficult to show. the room, But Walla 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 is to the sort of east... um, east of um, the whole state of washington Uh, it's on the same latitude as portland so it's it's fairly high up in the uh, sort of uh, towards the canadian border really Um, it's um, amazing that they can find a suitable climate there of course it's moderated from the coast but uh, the the Wines seem to be uh, reasonably well done. Uh, I know they do ice wines as well from that region. Okay, let me uh, go on to um, what I wanted to talk about, and that is uh, the temperature, as uh, I said. Um, And I found one or two sites here, and I'm just going to put a few links up. This particular site I'm going to put up is um, first is called bettertastingwine.com, and I'm on their page temperature and the reason why I picked this one to go with first is it conveniently gives the temperature recommendations in both centigrade and uh, Fahrenheit and I think I said Celsius before didn't I I meant centigrade of course okay uh, and we've got here a, a range going with the cooler wines first and this is suggestions from them of um sweet and sparkling wines Sauternes, Champagne, Carver, Asti and so on uh, serve between 6 and 8 degrees centigrade that's between 43 and 47 degrees Fahrenheit for medium to lighter bodied whites that's Chardonnay, uh, Similion is it uh, Sauvignon Blanc uh, more like 9 to 10 degrees centigrade that's 48 to 50 degrees For full-bodied and oaked whites, such as white burgundy, 11 degrees centigrade, uh, that's 52 Fahrenheit. For juicy fruity reds, uh, Beaujolais and Valpolicella, uh, 12 degrees 54 Fahrenheit. For young Spanish and Portuguese wines, 13 centigrade, 55 Fahrenheit. Uh, For medium to lighter-bodied reds, between 14 and 16 degrees centigrade that's between 57 and 61 fahrenheit and here we're talking about such uh great varieties as rioja uh, uh, pinot noir uh, zinfandel uh, and so on uh, and the richer intense warmer reds uh, 17 to 18 degrees centigrade and i've seen some charts that go as high as 20 And that is 63 degrees up to, say, 66 degrees or even 68 um, Fahrenheit. That's for your Bordeaux, Shiraz, Jerome Wines, Cabernet Sauvignon, and indeed this Merlot I'm drinking tonight. So that's from the uh, bettertastingwines.com temperature. Uh, I'm just going to read again from another one called uh, cellarnotes.net. And this is cellarnotes.net, and then the um, the page. Ooh, where's that gone? There it is. Um, they suggest um, a slightly um, less detailed uh, serving temperatures, but for uh, for most white wines, you'll come across including uh, Chenin Blancs, Sauvignon Blancs, Rieslings, and Chardonnays between uh, around 7 degrees, that's 40, 45 degrees Fahrenheit. For full-bodied, high-quality whites, including Sauternes, and rich white burgundies, and light red wines, and I'm assuming rosés come coming to that, at 10 degrees, that's uh, 10 degrees centigrade, 50 degrees Fahrenheit, and for uh, red wines, including uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Bordeaux, Zinfandel, rones and uh, shiraz 15 degrees 60 degrees fahrenheit uh, slightly uh, lower on theirs and um, i won't read out uh, any more but there are many many sites that give advice about temperatures like that i obviously tightly prefer slightly warmer uh, temperatures to my wine i always prefer uh, them to a really warmed up to room temperature and, and this is one of the things that i ought to just uh, clarify as I perhaps many of you listeners will know uh, when the the idea of room temperature was muted uh, mooted it was probably more likely to be that room the average room temperature was 65 degrees fahrenheit where now with modern heating and so on and in well insulated houses Uh, a more modern house is probably kept nearer to 70 degrees. So in most cases, uh, room temperature is slightly too warm for many of the wines you will be drinking. And there's a quick rule of thumb that uh, I've read on a number of sites and and come across it uh, numerous times before. And that is, if you are drinking a white wine, that, that you put all wines in the fridge. If you're drinking a white wine you put the white wine in the fridge for 20 minutes before you drink it if it's a red wine you have it in the fridge but you take it out for 20 minutes before you want to drink it and that allows it to come up towards room temperature but I for one very rarely here in the UK put uh, red wine in the fridge I'm very lucky to have a small pantry Uh, Don't have a cellar, don't have a den on the Uh, I don't even have a garage. But um, I have this pantry, which is a good uh, 5 or 10 degrees cooler than the kitchen. Maybe even in winter, more like 15 or 20 degrees cooler. And it keeps my wine very nicely too at probably around uh, the 45 to 50 degree mark uh that's Fahrenheit of course and i find that when i get it out there i want to air it out for at least an hour in the room most of that time with the cork pulled. okay so that's probably all i want to talk about again again with these just me being on audio i keep these big and fruity wine podcasts to uh around the half hour mark i don't want you to get sick of my voice i want to actually come on and engage in debate and talk about your various interests Uh, i've not got another interview yet today but i am working i have approached someone uh, to come on for an interview whether that will be for next week's episode or not Uh, I I can't just say at the moment. But uh, I do intend to try and get people on. Thank you for those people that have downloaded. The downloads have grown each week that we've done this. So uh, just one more thing to mention, and that is if you are on Facebook, don't forget we do have a Facebook group. It's an open group that you can request to join. And that, I can't give you the long name, but if in your search bar at the top of your Facebook page you put in Big and Fruity Wine podcast. uh, You'll find it there. Okay, let me look down at my notes. And I think all there is to do, apart from invite you back for next week, and next week, that will be um, Tuesday, the 11th of October. The time will be the same, the uh, the 5 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. That's 10 p.m., In the UK, the call ID will be 112272, and the topic will be wine labels. They're there to invite and inform you. So, hope you will join me next week, and I think with that, I will bring this week's Big and Fruity to an end. I can feel my throat getting dry already, and I'm ready to go and uh, have another few little tastes. Please consider coming on the show live. It will be a much more enjoyable program, I hope, if we can have uh, other wine lovers sharing their hints, tips, and personal favorites live with other listeners and there on the recording for later. I think I've mentioned all the links that I had to cover. Oh, yes, I, I will just mention one more. The actual wine I'm drinking, um, I found their website and I ought to indeed put that on the link and let me just read it out it's www.washingtonwine that's all one word dot org forward slash wineries forward slash washington hyphen hills and um, there's a map there and there's information about uh, the washington hills uh, winery and some of their uh social events, their press, trade, uh, and the wine tour regions that they belong to. Okay, with that, I will um, say, catch you next time on the Big and Fruity Wine podcast, and I will play my bopper jazz outro music for next week. Bye, all.